0: Welcome to the TreeLeaf ZenDo podcast. TreeLeaf is a Soto Zen sangha available anytime, anywhere at TreeLeaf.org. Come sit with us. Lovely, lovely. Uh, can everyone hear okay? All right. Uh, This uh, series is uh, on Dogen's Genjo Koan as the key to Dogen's Zen. But I also really want to say that this is a key to an amazing way of living um, with wisdom and balance. And uh, this should not be something abstract or from hundreds of years ago something talking about another world. This is about how we should live right now, where we are. And uh, I hope when I'm uh, done today, you get a little sense of that. Um, Dogen, as we discussed last time, I think wrote this letter to one of his lay followers who I suspect, because of uh, the topics he touches on, uh, may have suffered a loss in his family. Um, But Dogen is talking about much more than that and his wisdom applies to all the difficulties and ups and downs we face in life. And Why is that? Well some of that which I would say is kind of unique, not unique, very special for Dogen maybe in Buddhism. Is his vision of what is Buddha, and what is enlightenment? And um, let me explain uh, brief, briefly, um, though nothing I ever say is brief. Mm-hmm. Nothing I ever said. Um, some people have the image, you know, of the uh, Buddha as this great golden statue, this perfect being that maybe 16 feet tall in the temple and we bow. This man who lived in India and somehow we, we get the sense that he was perfect beyond all anger, beyond all sadness, beyond all fault. Or maybe there is a cosmic Buddha, somehow this great otherworldly super being in the sky, you know, this other perfect being. And there's also the whole universe, of course, is Buddha. Yes. And what I'd like to say is, for Dogen, Buddha was also what we do right now. Because we bring enlightenment, we bring Buddha to life through our choices, through our actions here. And we also can bring the devil to life if we make some bad choices and do some bad things. So Dogen had a sense that this whole reality is a wholeness all interconnected. I don't want to take that away. That's true. And that's a kind of perfection. It's it's the perfection of this great symphony that is this universe, or universes upon universes, that whatever it is where we find ourselves, there's a great musical beauty, harmony. I'm just looking out at my garden here, and it's right before my eyes. This is true. This is true. And Dogen did respect the man in India, 2005 years ago. And we have these great images of great golden Buddhas, I think, that represent the ideal of what we should shoot for, you know. You know, these stories of these great beings, kind of a a symbol of who we, the direction we should go, the who we should hope to be, they represent the best, our ideal. But down here, we're living Buddhas caught in this complicated world. And that is what Dogen is writing about, I think, in these passages today. Let me let me start. These are, again, my translations, so you can blame me. These first lines uh, from Dogen are, Buddhas are those with great understanding of the nature of delusion. Alas, confused beings are those who are greatly deluded about the nature of enlightenment. How to put this in simpler terms? There are people in this world filled with anger, greed, ignorance. They're so caught up in it. That's all they know. They can't see beyond it. That's what they're living. Their anger is righteous. Their greed is strangling them but they keep going with it they're they're drowning in in this world of jealousy and grief and wanting to just be happy and wanting to win and all the you know they they're they're lost in the jungle here the buddha is down here in the jungle with all of us but sees through it and somehow is not trapped by it all. Buddhas are those with a great understanding of the nature of delusion, even in this world of delusion, you see. It's like uh, you ever see kids fighting or your relatives fighting, you know, the Thanksgiving dinner, my uncle Stanley would get into it with my uncle Arnold about something that happened 30 years ago. And that the story I'm telling actually happened 30 years ago because they've all both gone longer ago. But 30 years ago, they would sit there at these dinners and get into some fight about something who was right, who was wrong. 30 years before they would end up not speaking to each other. And, you know, you know, you've been to this dinner, right? And you sit there and you go, what are they fighting about? What is this? It was so long ago. Get rid of it, guys. What's going on? You're kind of seeing through there what they're caught in, right? Well, a Buddha is in this world of all the things on the news, all the tragedy, all the war, all the people fighting, and kind of sees through it maybe to this great wholeness that 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 is the backlight shining through Now that doesn't mean, according to me, that you and need to be a perfect being and I, This is where I get in trouble. I don't think that fellow 2,500 years ago, if you had met him, was made of gold. I think probably, uh, you know, we don't know because it's a long time lost in the fog of history and we just have these stories that people, you know, our heroes, the stories get polished up and polished up and polished up for thousands of years. So we lose the humanness there sometimes, but shining through the words of Buddha and, and even Dogen, when you read his words. It wasn't a perfect being, it was a very, very beautiful, wise, human being. So I don't care and I don't expect if Buddha ever had a, got up on the wrong side of the bed, even though they didn't sleep in beds. And I don't care if Dogen sometimes had what we call a bad hair day, even though he had no hair. But they were very wise, very good people, which is what we should all shoot to be, and which I think is attainable by all of us, even if we're not perfect 24 7. Ask my kids and my wife. I'm certainly not perfect 24 7. Maybe 724. I, I come close. I don't even think that. But anyway, confused beings are those who are greatly deluded about the nature of enlightenment. Confused beings are ones who think enlightenment is this perfect state I will reach, and I will never have a problem in the world. Everything will suddenly make sense. The, I will realize that I will always be happy, and every time I go in the store, they will have my flavor of ice cream whatever it is, okay? That is a diluted version of enlightenment. On the other hand, for Dogen, I think, to be in this complicated world and see the light shining through to the wholeness, to the balance, to the symphony that is playing, even as for some people it's just noise. If you can hear the symphony of it all, see the light shining through and as the stormy days, too, you have a better sense of enlightenment. Enlightenment is not always being in San Diego, blue skies every day. That would actually be kind of boring. Sorry, folks in San Diego. we Geika, sorry, she's actually in San Diego. To have rain, to have clouds, to have snow, to have hail, to have heat, to have cold. This is how our world is. And the world would not be the world without it. And to find the balance there, hopefully we keep it in balance and we don't end up like Venus or Mars, don't get me wrong. But this world, there's a certain beauty and balance to this universe. And when we can see that through all the changing weather of life, then we are not the confused beings who are greatly deluded about the nature of enlightenment. We can see the enlightenment even in the dark like that. And it's not a frozen process. It's not something like, oh, I'm enlightened. I'm done. Where's the key? I'm out of here. Not like that. It's an ongoing practice for Dogen. Choice by choice, day by day, you can act like Buddha one minute and a fool or the devil the next. Life is not stagnant. Thank you, because we do not live in a picture. This is not a frozen block of ice. Life is changing, vibrant. Every day is a new something. And this is why the world keeps turning and why we have life, you see. So Dogen says, moreover, because life is not stagnant, so a Buddha must continue to realize realization Upon realization, upon, oh, a little ignorance snuck in there. Oh, bad hair day. Wait, let me get back to it. Realization, upon realization, upon realization, you see. It's not a you're done, once and you're done kind of thing. Well, ordinary folks just fall into delusion after delusion after delusion after delusion. delusion. You see? And you know it. I bet you've all tasted it, especially you uh, folks who have been around life for a while. You have those moments where you go, oh, I'm not handling this so well. I've fallen into the trap of some jealousy, some ignorance. I'm 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 more grieving than I need to be because I know tomorrow will be a sunny day. I'm, I'm happy now, but I don't expect it to be that way. But I'm, for some reason, I want to be, you know, when you're kind of got you're wrong. Okay, but I bet a lot of you know that, hey, wait a second, I'm in a situation now. This is a situation where I could fall into a trap. But hey, I'm handling this with some wisdom, with some balance and compassion. You kind of can judge it for yourself. I'm handling this situation badly because I'm also fighting now with Uncle Stanley and Arnold. You know, I've fallen into the thing. Or... I'm sitting there with wisdom as the world is in, shall we say, spinning wildly around me. You know it when you experience it. So our teaching from Dogen is try to be the good way as much as possible. Even if it's not possible, maybe always to be that way in this life. Try to be wise and see the light through the clouds as much as possible as possible. Don't expect to be a golden Buddha who is once and done. Okay? Let me have a sip of my tea and my coffee here. One second. Okay. Now, what does it mean to be a Buddha? you get a card from the Buddha's Union and says on it, Authorized Buddha? Do you suddenly sprout long earlobes and curly hair and turn golden skin and, and the wheels on your feet like in the statue? Some people think so. But I would say, according to Dogen and many of it, you don't have to even call yourself Buddha. You don't have to be a Buddhist. You don't even have to live in Japan or Tibet. You don't even have to be a member of the Buddhist religion. When you act with wisdom and compassion like Buddha, or anyone does, there is Buddha. So thus, Dogen says, Buddha doesn't need to note she is Buddha. I Notice I changed the pronoun there. They, she, I'm not trying to be like, you know, political about it. Really, Buddha is anyone, is what I mean, who acts, good, gently, beautifully. With wisdom and compassion. Buddha doesn't need to note she is Buddha. Nevertheless, Buddhas are just living Buddhas who keep on living Buddha by bringing Buddha to life. Dig it. Beyond, we got to get a song with that. Right? Buddhas are just living Buddhas who keep on living Buddha by bringing Buddha to life, which is what you do when you act with the wisdom and compassion of a Buddha. Corollary, devils are just living devils who keep on living evil, by bringing the devil to life. Hallelujah. I sound like a Mississippi preacher, but you know what I mean. We, we believe in you know bad conduct too. Now, Buddha also knew many sides of Buddha. Don't get me wrong. Buddha for us Zen folks is not just a one-faced person. Or, or being. First off, as I just said, it's all your faces. When, when you act like Buddha, Buddha is literally all your faces. And when you act like the devil, little horns appear in a tail. I'm telling you. Okay. On all of you. You are, we had Canon here with her thousand hands. I, I also said too, that's an aspect of Buddha. When you act with compassion, her thousand hands are your hands. When you pick up a stone or a weapon, those are also your hands too like that. But the other face of Buddha is this face that is the whole thing, the whole dance, the whole symphony, which you are too one of the notes. You're a note in the symphony, which is the whole symphony, my friend. Your life is one vibration of the string in the violin section, which is the, the music itself. Okay. So we also have this aspect of Buddha, which is the whole symphony, which is all of us too. And we're not just separate beings. There's no such thing as a, 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 a vibration of the string that is separate from the music. There is no such thing as a separate note being The vibration, the the note is the whole music poured into that one note, poured into that one vibration, poured into you. And Dogen had a sense that the whole, the whole, whole music dance is pouring in and out of each one of us too. When we feel separate from all of reality, it's vital that we realize It's not so. And I think when Dogen was writing to his friend here or his student who who lost someone, he might have been trying to say, your son or your wife or whoever passed, their note is over and we're sad. It was a beautiful note. That person's note has passed, but the music is continuing. And as long as the music continues, where have they gone? like that. So our practice is to realize ours, our separate separateness and live well, but also to realize that we're the, this whole thing, you see. So then Dogen says, when one sees the forms or hears the sounds of the world fully and wholly with body and mind, And I added in parentheses, these are more my words, free of judgment, free of separating mental categories, transcending me, my, mine, you, your, yours. When one sees the forms or hears the sounds of the world fully and wholly with body and mind, free of judgment, free of mental categories, transcending me, my, mine, one intimately understands without separation. It's that moment when you get lost in the music. You you ever been at a a concert and you're listening to the music, the musicians are playing on the stage, and then you're just totally swept in. Literally a rave, man. It's a rave without needing to take ecstasy. (laughs) Though I think that does it for some people too. That's not that I'm encouraging that. I'm just saying, when you get swept into the music, and you become the music and your dance moves on the floor, which by the way, if you see me, I, I've been one of these people, I thought I was dancing great, you know? Oh man, I'm just got, and then later I, I, I saw my, a video of me dancing and it looked more like this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't, when you're swept in, man, and you just think your dancing is the, you know, you're the music, the music is you, you realize that you're the whole thing, right? then it is not like some object and its reflection in a mirror and it is unlike the moon and its reflection in distant water whereby one side is illuminated and the other side is left in the dark little footnote here when i translated this i looked closely at the japanese and i looked at every english translator and mine is a little different and I think I ha- from the grammar reading I don't think I'm wrong and I don't want to say everyone else is wrong but there says more it is like the object and its reflection in the mirror and it is like the moon and its reflection in the water let me let me let me just explain this but the point is exactly the same as I'm making from those other people and it, it has to do with the next sentence we think that everything is apart, right? The moon's up there, the water's down here. There's a thing over there and it's reflected in the mirror over there, or I'm here and Biôn is over there in Spain, right? But really we distaste taste such a wholeness that it's, all the separation disappears. It is not like where one side is illuminated and the other side is left in the dark. There's a wholeness to it. And the reason it doesn't really matter is is this. Dogen said in another section of Genjo Koan, we'll get to, that the moon's up there, but the moon is reflected in every blade of grass, every bead of dew, every ripple of the water. So even though it looks separate, it's not. Uh, the things that look like they're reflected in the mirror are actually inside the mirror. So the appearance of separation is actually the wholeness. The moon that appears to be up in the sky is actually fully held in each blade of grass, dip, uh, drop of dew, ripple of the water. You of course are a separate being from me, but yet we're all, look at this, on a single screen. Hey, we got a special effect here we can use. Look at that. You, all of us, there's just a single screen that is all of us, even though we're separate. Something like that. The separation is the wholeness. Uh, Maybe in the future we'll say the moon in the sky, the images in the mirror, the little boxes on the zoom screen are one. Okay? You get a sense of this, the appearance of being separate is not the whole story. So let me just read it again. When we see the forms and hear the sounds of the words, world fully and wholly with body and mind, one intimately understands without separation. Then it is not like some object and its reflection in a mirror. Or you could say, yes, then it is like some object and its reflection in a mirror, which is one. Yes, it is not. Like the moon and its reflection in distant water. Or yes, it is like the moon and its reflection fully in every dew drop. Whereby it's not only that one side is illuminated and the other side is left dark. The the light and dark are also one thing. Right? Did you see the beautiful moon we had? um, And it's going to repeat, they say, at the end of this month. Uh, What do they call it? not the harvest moon super moon moon. it was huge right and now the moon is again, again becoming smaller smaller the shadows right the moon's not going any place right and then the moon will reappear so the light and the dark are not two things you see the wholeness is one i hope that got it i didn't muddle that too much and now the famous passage how do you realize this wholeness how do you realize the wholeness because we feel like little separate selves this is buddhism 101 basic buddhism as expressed by buddha by by buddha by Dogen. for to master the buddha way is to learn the self to learn What is the self? I think he's trying to say to learn what the self really is. To learn who you really are is to learn the self. Who, who are you really? What are we really? For the mass to, for to master the Buddha way is to learn the self, to learn who we are, what we are really. To learn the self, to learn what we are really is to drop the separate self from mind. To drop the separate self from mind is to be actualized by the myriad things, by the endless things of this world, by the whole universe. You find that you are that, that is you. I get to repeat my, my favorite, I'm going to trademark this, my uh, Jundo uh, analogy that I bring in every month. The tree is you standing in the garden. You right now are the tree listening to me talk. <laughs> Jundo is beyond in Japan. Beyond is Jundo in Spain. Like that, where everything, the whole thing, and each other. To drop the separate self from mind is to be actualized by the myriad things of the world when actualized by the myriad things myriad means all the things the countless things one's body and mind one's own body and mind as well as the bodies and minds of others drop away the separation the division drops away and you might say ah enlightenment and Dogen says, first off, it's so whole, even the word enlightenment, let's get rid of that too. What do we need that word for? You don't label something that's beyond names. You don't put a category on something that's beyond categories. That's how whole it is. So he says, in such intimacy, such wholeness, no trace even of the word enlightenment, no the idea of enlightenment remains. We don't need it. And this no trace continues endlessly, endlessly, and it has been since the beginning of time and it will be to the end of time and it's even, there must be something timeless to it, something beyond time to it, but whatever it is, it's on and on, continuing endlessly. And this is you, this is the symphony that kind of has no end i guess beautiful symphony yeah. even though your little vibration your little note i'm sorry to say it comes for a moment and then it's gone but the symphony which you are it keeps playing you see and maybe i don't know maybe a later act our vibration comes back i don't know that's that's something we can leave for another time but we're the we are the um We are the music, and as long as the music keeps playing, we keep playing. Now, again, uh, Dogen also had the other side of enlightenment. He said, just realizing this wholeness is not the whole story. Then we got to go back to where we started today. It's also how we live. Some people think that if you realize the wholeness beyond separation, you're done. That's Buddhism. You're finished. And we uh, Zen folks tend to say, we, there's a little nice little saying, that's only 80%. Which means, that means it's half baked. It's, it's not the complete. What's the rest of enlightenment? Going back to where we started. How you live, the choices you make, bringing the Buddha to life is the other rest of it. You don't get this realization and then turn, uh, turn around and be and become an SOB. Son of the Buddha. What did you think I meant? Uh-huh. You don't uh, get this realization, turn around and start pillaging and robbing banks. That's not going to make you an enlightened pillager and pirate. We well, get this realization, that's important. The wholeness of it all. But also how we live. That's the rest. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, we're going to close the sutras and we're going to dance Obon Dance. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what Obon is before we do that. But uh, Bion, uh, Bion Cote, would you put on your uh, German accent and chance us out? Thank you for joining us for the Tree Leaf Zendo podcast. Tree Leaf is an online practice place for people who cannot easily attend a Zen center due to health, location, work, childcare, or family needs. We provide netcast Zazen, retreats, discussion, Jukai, the support of fellow practitioners, interaction with the teacher, and all other activities of a Zen Buddhist Sangha, all fully online, accessible anytime, anywhere, without charge. Come build the future of online Zen community and practice.